Hi, everyone. It's Melinda Garvey with the See It To Be It podcast. This week, we have another great interview with an incredible role model. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the See It To Be It podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Garvey. And each and every week, I get to bring to you yet another wonderful, relatable role model. And this week is no different. I am welcoming Joey Lindahl, who is the Senior Marketing Manager and Customer Growth at Polaris. And super cool company, and we're excited to hear about everything that she's doing. But welcome, Joey. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. As everyone knows, I like to go way back and talk about when you were growing up, when you were a little girl, what was your big dream? What did you think you'd be doing? And how did you get on the path you're on today? Great question. So when I was little, and I mean, really, even still today, I just wanted to be Wonder Woman. I was like obsessed with (laughs) Wonder Woman. I totally want to be Wonder Woman, those bracelets. I had Wonder Woman everything, and I still do. I think it probably annoys my husband how much Wonder Woman stuff I have around the house. But when I realized that that wasn't an actual career I could go into, you know, I've always been somebody who's creative, and I've always really liked figuring out why stuff works the way it does and why people behave the way they do. And in a weird way, that really led me into marketing and advertising type roles because it's really all about figuring out how you talk with people and how you help people live the lives they want to live and engage with people. So from a relatively early age, I knew I wanted to do something kind of in that realm. And I was lucky enough to be able to make it happen for myself. I know that early in your career, you worked in the motorcycle industry. So Indian motorcycles, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Indian motorcycle is part of Polaris and the Polaris umbrella. And so that's how I came to Polaris actually was when Polaris purchased the Indian motorcycle brand, I came on board to help them launch the Indian brand. And it's been just a really incredible ride and a fun journey for sure. Mm, Sounds like it. I am interested too, because obviously, you know, certainly being in the motorcycle industry, I actually had a friend who did marketing for American Iron Horse motorcycles for a long time. So I've heard all the crazy stories. (laughs) There's a lot of them. Yeah. And certainly being a woman in a very male dominated industry. I mean, I'd love for you just to talk about, you know, sort of how you made your way and made your mark. Sure. So I was actually really surprised when I came to Polaris how many women there were and how many women in leadership roles there were and how many of them actually rode, whether it was motorcycles or off-road vehicles or snowmobiles. We really are a company of riders and a lot of those are women. And I was really surprised because I've joked that I was a terrible Minnesotan growing up in Minnesota. I had never gotten on a snowmobile until I worked for Polaris. (laughs) And I just didn't have any sort of power sports or motorcycling background before coming to the company. And it was really inspiring for me to see how many women there were in the industry and participating in the sport, because you're right. I don't think the representation is always there, even though from the very beginning, as long as motorcycles and off-road vehicles and snowmobiles have existed, women have been riding them. But when you think about what a motorcycle rider looks like or what you know a snowmobile or off-road rider looks like, you don't imagine it as a woman necessarily because it's not what the industry has always portrayed. And that's been one of the things that's been really rewarding for me, especially in this current role that I'm in at the company, is being able to help change that and being part of the shift where we're uplifting all the women who are out there riding, participating, celebrating them, uh, and really pushing, pushing for more showcasing of what they're doing in marketing and just 
in, in the industry in general, really lifting them up and supporting them is something I'm really proud to be a part of. Absolutely. Tell me specifically, you know, what kind of marketing or what kind of things do you do, you know, directed specifically at women? Because again, when you think about the stereotypical, right, of motorcycle, the woman is the accessory. And you've seen a lot of that kind of advertising. But talk to us just about how you all are sort of talking to women and really inspiring them to be part of this club, if you will. Yeah. So there's lots of different things that we do. My role at Polaris is customer growth which really means that I work to help our brands do a better job of engaging women and recognizing them and making sure that there's inclusivity and representation in what we're doing. And thankfully, like I said, because we're a company with a lot of female riders, that's a a relatively easy job to do because uh, we've got a good group of ladies within the company who already kind of, you know, live it every day. But, you know, what we spend a lot of time focusing on is identifying who the right advocates in the sports are, who the right organizations that we can partnership with, you know, everything from events to education and outreach, and then also really working with the brands to be making sure that our social media reflects the full range of diverse riders that we've got on our products. And then making sure that, you know, we're speaking to them in a way that's going to be relevant and that we're developing products and apparel and accessories that fit the way they need them to fit and look the way they need them to look. So we spend a lot of time listening to our female owners and, you know, really just doing everything we can to make sure we're providing them with what they need to be able to ride confidently and comfortably. I want to kind of hone in on that word confident because, you know, we often hear a lot about the confidence gap with women and it's a real thing. And and it certainly is at the core, I think in many things, what holds women back, certainly, you know, in the business world, in their careers, but also in their personal lives. So do you find that, you know, women who are participating in writing or who kind of jump into it for the first time, how do they overcome that confidence gap? And does it help them once they've done it? If you're riding a motorcycle, you're kind of badass, right? I mean, you're not, you know, it's not like, oh, look at her. You know, I would be afraid to ride a motorcycle. I'm just saying all right right there. But I would love for you just to talk about that. What kind of transformations you've seen with women and how that might translate into having confidence in the rest of their lives. It's definitely something that I personally experienced. Like I said, before going to Polaris, I'd never been on an off-road vehicle, never had a motorcycle, really even been on rides had never snowmobiled. The entire idea of power sports was very intimidating to me because it felt like something that was just scary, something very unknown. They're big machines. It felt very intimidating. And then to pair that again with it being a very male-dominated industry traditionally, it was just something that was like, I don't think I could ever do that. Going to work for Polaris definitely changed that because I was so inspired to see all these other women doing it. And now, you know, Eight years later, I've got my motorcycle endorsement. We have three in the garage. We have an off-road vehicle in the garage. And I think for me, that confidence piece really came from just being inspired by seeing the other women around me doing it. Hearing their stories, talking to them, and seeing women who haven't started riding until they're in their 50s or 60s, women who started riding at 19 years old just because they felt like it and thought it would be something neat to do and really everything in between. And so as I heard their stories and learned more about them, I thought, well, if she can do it, then I can do it too. It's our motto. Yeah, I think that's really the core of why representation and showcasing women in riding is so important. Because once you see someone like you doing it, it becomes something that feels attainable and possible for you to do too. And without that 
representation, you can't ever really think about it as something possible for you. So it's a great snowball effect that happens. When women see more women riding and participating in power sports, it creates more and more women with interest and in seeing it as something that they could actually do. And I love that it's called power sport. After women start to participate, do you feel like that extends out into their business life, into their personal life? You know, accomplishing something like that, and again, really succeeding in something that's sort of a more traditionally male-dominated in feeling confident there. Do you have any sort of examples or any stories of how you've seen that happen? I mean, you do definitely feel really badass and tough. (laughs) (laughs) You do. You feel like a bit of a superhero. And that confidence does spread over into all the aspects of your life. You know, once you realize that you can do something that's maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone, that confidence carries with you, right? And I know for myself personally, it's affected the way I think about other challenges in my life and what I can do and what I might be able to overcome and take on because it's like, well, I I was able to do that. And that was something that was maybe a little scary or intimidating for me. So maybe this next big thing, whether it's taking on a big project at work or overcoming some other challenge in my personal life, it seems a little bit more possible because of that. The other piece that I think comes along with confidence as we think about riding is it gives women an outlet to do something that's really for them. It's something you can absolutely do in community. You can ride with other people, family, friends, and do it that way. But when it comes right down to it, you're on a machine yourself actually doing it. And so the focus is back on you a little bit. There might be other people around you, but the focus is really on you. And it lets you kind of shut out all the other noise and chaos that might be going on in your life, all the other things you've got to worry about or people you've got to take care of. And it lets you just have this moment of kind of clarity and me time in a way that a lot of people talk about it as like wind therapy, right? Like I'm just out there in the wind having this great time and maneuvering this machine. It really does that feeling of like confidence and empowerment comes along with you for the rest of your day and the rest of your life. If I've had a really bad day, I'll just say, you know what? I got to put on my helmet and I got to go out for a ride and I come back and everything else feels much more possible. Very cool. You are part of this International Female Ride Day. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that and how you got involved and just what it is? Sure. So International Female Ride Day was founded 14 years ago by Vicki Gray, who's another amazing woman in the motorcycle industry. She's just fantastic and inspiring. And it was really born from seeing that there was a lack of representation and inclusivity of women riding. And she saw it as an opportunity to create this day. It's usually the first Saturday of May every year. And this year it was moved because of COVID so that everyone could ride safely. But she created this day so that women all around the world could just go out and ride. The motto of the day is really just ride. So whether it's riding to work or around the block or on an off-road vehicle in your backyard, like just going out and being seen and having some fun and celebrating yourself, posting some photos online and just making sure that all the women who are out there participating are seen and getting credit. So it's a really great sentiment and I think the mission is really important. It's right in line with what Polaris wants to do in terms of supporting female riders, fueling their passion with all the different vehicles we create and it felt like a really natural fit. So we were really excited to be able to partner with them and help bring all of our owners and amazing female riders into the celebration of the day this Saturday. Very cool. In light of sort of what's going on in our world with 
racial injustice and things that are happening. And I don't know anything about the statistics of women riding motorcycles, but I guess if I were just to think about who I know and who I've seen, it seems like it might be predominantly white women. Is that a fact? So motorcycling overall is about 20% female ridership. So it's actually something that's grown a lot in the past 10 years. It's almost doubled. So we see now almost one in five riders are female. And then we look at how it breaks out beyond that. I don't know a ton of the specific numbers. What I can tell you is that within the black riding community, 53% of black riders are actually female now. Wow. Yeah, which is something that is, you know, definitely an evolution over time. So female Mm -hmm. ridership in general is really growing. And I think the amount of diversity in power sports overall has really grown and evolved as more and more people see it as something that's actually an option for them and something that they would want to consider doing. So it's exciting, just the amount of ridership and how many women, you know, young ladies now In power sports, we see now that millennials make up, millennial women make up like 26% of riderships. You know, everyone from old, young, all different backgrounds are finding it as a great way to participate, especially right now because of COVID. Because, you know, as we like to say, the outside is actually still open. So power sports (laughs) are one of the things you can do right now, which is great. It's a good time to jump on board and get involved. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that we talk a lot about at On The Dot is just about sort of this sort of concept of allyship. You know, you normally think of it as sort of white men and standing up for women and bringing women along. And the way we talk about it is really about what can white women do? How can we be allies to women of color? And certainly something that is, you know, just what you described, I think, so well, just about how it makes you feel powerful and gives you that confidence. I just think it's a super cool space to be able to really think about, you know, how do we bring these riders we have and get them to really think about bringing their colleagues and friends of color along to participate as well. Yeah, there's actually uh, an organization that we partnership with in addition to International Female Ride Day and several other women's riding groups is called Black Girls Ride. Mm -hmm. And their founder, Portia Taylor, has become a really great friend of mine and she's an amazing inspiration. And that's exactly what she does through Black Girls Ride is do everything she can through events and outreach and again, education, which is super important as we think about making sure that women know how to ride safely and through the lens of women of color, making sure that they see themselves represented and that they see that it's something they can do and and feel empowered and strong enough to take something like that on. Oh, very cool. Well, it sounds like you're doing amazing things. So just a few things as we kind of close up here, I'd love just to, you know, have everyone get to know you a little bit better. So what is your morning routine like? My morning routine really revolves around my dogs, I would say. (laughs) They are first and foremost. So the second I start to even show any signs of being awake, they're right there and they're like, hey, I want to go outside and go for a walk and get fed and get our pills and get taken care of. So I'm all about the dogs first thing in the morning. And then it comes time to actually take care of myself. And I think, you know, when I sit down at the computer and get started for the day, every day, the first thing I do is make a list of what are the things that have to happen today? 
if I don't get anything else done, what are the three or four key things that have to happen? And then I tackle those first to make sure that they get done. And that makes the rest of my day feel a lot more manageable once I know exactly what has to happen and I can start checking those boxes. Awesome. And what are you reading or listening to? So a lot of stuff, especially right now, a lot of media intake during COVID time. Um, I like to, I find that I read a lot more nonfiction. I read a lot of memoirs or nonfiction. Right now I'm reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle, like I think everyone else. A friend of mine just gave it to me for my birthday, and I'm so excited. I haven't started it yet, but I'm excited. I've actually heard Glennon speak before several years ago and really excited to read her book. Yeah, I tend to listen to fiction, and I'm listening to Queenie right now by Candace Carty-Williams, which is a great read. Again, a woman of color, fantastic author. That's a great fiction read I'd recommend, too. Very good. I'll have to try that out when I go back to the beach. <laughs> so what's one thing you can't live without? Coffee. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried several times. It does not go well. <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny because all this talk about this intermittent fasting, and I don't like black coffee. I like like a little bit of cream and you know a little bit of stevia, but I'm like, I just can't do it. Because they said, well, you can drink black coffee. I'm like, no, I have to have my coffee. So I'm, I'm with you, girl. Coffee and wine at either end of the day. <laughs> And do you have one sort of piece of advice that you like to dole out or that maybe someone gave you over the years that you live by? Yeah, I would say just trust your gut, whether that's professionally or, you know, in your personal life, you know what's right and you know what you can do. And if you shut out other noise and you trust yourself and you trust your gut, it's amazing what you can do. I think that's how I got the confidence and the strength to start writing. I think that's how I was bold enough to start grad school. I think that's how I got a lot of places where I just trusted my gut and thought, okay, I believe that I can do this. And then you can just make it happen. You just got to shut out everything else. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Can you tell our listeners like how they can find out more about Polaris and maybe getting into riding and the International Female Ride Day, perhaps? Absolutely. Definitely check out Polaris.com. We've got all sorts of information about the many different types of vehicles that we sell there. We've also got information about Polaris Adventures, which is a great option for folks who maybe don't want to dive right into power sports. You can rent a vehicle for a day or a couple hours and have all the gear and go out on some trails and have some fun. And then for information about International Female Ride Day, go to Motorist.com. And there you learn all about Vicki Gray and the amazing work she's done as the founder of the organization and how you can celebrate on Saturday. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and sharing with us today. And we will definitely be watching to see what you do next. Thank you so much. It was great talking with you. Thanks for listening to the See It To Be It podcast. For more female empowerment, inspiration, and advice, subscribe to our free weekly newsletter featuring a new woman to watch each week. And check out over a thousand more featured women at onthedotwoman.com. Know someone we need to feature? Reach out at onthedotwoman on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.